the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Hello, Biblical Citizens. You know, the powerful elites who control so much of our lives, even globally, they want to control more of our lives. And they've been working diligently to implement what we think is the ultimate form of control, namely central bank digital currency, or CBDCs. We've been talking about this since we found out about it as part of the so-called Great Reset. People like Catherine Austin Fitz, formerly of the H.W. Bush administration, has been warning about it for years now, Children's Health Defense and others. We want to know how we can stop it from going forward, and we have an outstanding guest with us today. He's the founder and chairman of Liberty Council, which is a law firm that defends freedom and our religious rights. Our guest is Matt Stavers. He's a recognized constitutional attorney, former dean and professor of law at an accredited law school, and he's a senior pastor, so pastor and attorney. Wow, what a combination. Welcome today, Matt. Thank you. My pleasure to be with you. So we know you may have limited time today, so I want to get right down to it. Let's start out. Could you tell us, tell our listeners, what is central bank digital currency and why should folks be concerned about it? A central bank digital currency is the ultimate control of your freedom. And so, for example, in 2022, Joe Biden issued an executive order directing the various agencies to pursue investigation of a central bank digital currency in that executive order. He used the words equity and climate change. Now, let's look at equity and how it could work. If you have a central bank digital currency, my dollar could become 75 cents in value, whereas somebody else's dollar could become a dollar 25 in value. And based upon money from those that have it to those that they say should have it, You could do that very easily with a central bank digital currency. You could do reparations to certain categories or classes of people based upon race or or gender or whether they're LGBTQ or their geographical location or their status from an economic standpoint. In other words, uh, your $100 in the bank could become $75 and somebody's $100 in the bank could become $125, $125, or alternatively, somebody's $0 in the bank could become $100 because it is being used and uh, compiled from other people's income. You could literally have a negative interest rate in your bank account. You could look at it having 
no uh, use of your bank account one day, and the next day your bank account is less. So that is the equity idea. On the climate change idea, if you institute these kinds of notions, which Biden wants to do, into a central bank digital currency, then when you go to the pump to get gas for your vehicle, if you have already been deemed to have driven enough miles that month, your gas, as you're pumping, could also just be monitored. And when you reach $5, it shuts off. But you need more than that because you have an empty tank. Well, the government's not going to allow you to have more than that because you have driven enough miles. And too many more miles is going to impact so-called climate change. You could have... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not. It, it, you know, Matt, this reminds me recently, a friend of mine, well, in the last couple months, he was on a business trip in China, and he saw that type of thing. Well, it, there it's tied into social credit scores, which it could exactly. be done here. But his driver, I believe it was in Shanghai, he pulled up to the gas pump, and they had facial recognition cameras, which took the uh, a picture of the driver that was pumping the gas. And his social credit score came up, and that is what allowed him to pump gas. Had he not had a high enough credit score, he literally couldn't have put any gas in his tank. So I think that's a probably a version of what they could do even more expeditiously with these CBDCs. Well, they could allow, not allow you to buy a car in the first place. Yeah, because it's against global uh, climate change, yeah. They can force you to buy an electric vehicle or make an electric vehicle uh, cheaper by subsidizing it based upon making your vehicle of gas more expensive. Or, like you said, prohibit you from even buying a vehicle. So So it would be the end end of free markets or uh, liberty whatsoever. I mean, they would have just total control over your whole life. Another, another exa- I can't help but thinking of examples, but in Venezuela, ever since the late Hugo Chavez, if you go into a supermarket, you pay, how much you pay for the different food items is based on your income level. So you pay a higher price for milk and eggs and so on if you're deemed to be in, you know, it's part of that equity thing, Matt, that you were talking about. That's that part Biden, of the equity thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is socialism. It's another so, name but for the, But this just makes it way easier to, to do, and I think I would imagine way harder to try to get around. Absolutely. Well, both of those examples, uh, and you're, you're equating this to socialism. This is exactly what it is. This is the new word for socialism, equity. And it is moving money around based upon a centralized government system. So your hard work doesn't mean anything. And somebody else's no work doesn't mean anything because you're all going to be getting the same based upon the government's uh, own decision. But China is a prime example because China has this kind of central bank digital currency that they are implementing, and they tagged it with the social credit. They did this, for example, also during COVID. So if you were found not wearing a mask, well, your social credit drops down. If it drops below your nose, your social credit drops down. And you're exactly right. You are tracked, you're traced everywhere you go, and your ability to buy gas or food or where you're going to live is based upon the social credit. And that social credit, we know if we were to implement that here with this kind of administration, and frankly with any administration, it's going to be very biased against your political and particularly your religious and faith-based views. For example, look at what happened in Canada with the truckers when they wanted to protest. 
their bank accounts were shut down and those people that contributed to them, their bank accounts were also shut down and seized. So with a central bank digital currency, if you wanted to give a contribution to your church or say, for example, to Liberty Council, and if Liberty Council was on a disfavored list of the government regime, then that contribution could be blocked. We already see this happening right now with credit card landing pages being taken down by certain companies. We see bank accounts being shut down by certain banks because of political ideology. Put this in the context of the government single control through a central bank, and it is frightening the implications. And we saw it with Dr. Joseph McCola. He has a $100 million business. They just took his bank accounts away. Not only him, but his family and his corporate officers of his company. I mean, we're already seeing it, and we don't even have CBDCs. So what what stage are we at? Where are they at in implementing this? Yeah, where we are right now is uh, Biden issued the executive order last year. Already this year, uh, several of the agencies are putting out advertisements for uh, hiring people that would be their central bank digital currency uh, expert, their top person. So they're already moving forward in that direction. There are a couple of bills right now in Congress, both in the House and in the Senate. Wouldn't stop the central bank digital currency. But what they would do is prevent the government from using a central bank digital currency to invade your privacy or restrict your freedom. So we do need to pass those bills. Uh, But I think we need to stop going down this road of a central bank digital currency. How would this ultimately happen? You would need congressional authority for this to finally pass. But if you had a crisis, like a banking crisis, and we've already seen some of these banking crises, or if you had a cryptocurrency crisis, and we've already seen some of that, this would be the impetus to move toward a central bank digital currency. Essentially, a central bank digital currency is cryptocurrency that's digitized, but cryptocurrency is in the private sector where moves to the side government control. And government is coming into a cryptocurrency, if you will, and becoming the ultimate control not just to receive your money, but to tell you how you can use it and if you can use it or where and how uh, you can use your money. Now, I think part of the problem that we're going to be facing is the weakening of the American dollar, and that is because of China wanting to displace the American dollar global scale. So they're pushing for some bank digital currency for that reason alone to weaken America's global uh, economic strength. And they're working with other nations to integrate central bank digital currency for trade. So strong leadership is going to be pressed into that CBDC if we are not careful. You know, Matt, we were just having a discussion last night at dinner with with a couple that have been really researching this about the the upcoming BRICS meeting and uh, these BRICS countries. I don't know if there's 21 or 26 now that have signed up for this. I, I'm not familiar with all the, the fine details of it, but do you know our our friend seemed to indicate that this BRICS uh, currency, if it develops, will actually be backed by gold, whereas our U.S. dollar is, of course, a fiat dollar subject to all sorts of, as we know, wild inflation and, and all sorts of things. So um, is the, is this BRICS or chi- is China's currency 
backed by gold? Do you know? I mean, do they have that advantage over us? No, China's currency is not backed by gold. Uh, we do know Kevin Freeman, for example, is a internationally recognized uh, economic expert and specifically using the economy as warfare or, you know, um, using that as warfare in terms of the economics of your spending capacity. He is working on some kind of system. He's working in Texas and actually even in Florida, trying to get Florida to go down this road as well, to have a digitized monetary system in the different states in preparation for what the government's going to do so you can have a hedge against what the government's going to do and have some security that is, in fact, backed by gold. And he's uh, working on that right now. It's actually already in place where you can have an app where you transact in gold. And he's trying to get both Texas and Florida as different states, large economies, to be able to do that on their own in anticipation of what the federal government may likely do with the central bank digital currency. That is really interesting. And we know that Ron DeSantis has passed a law in Florida that they cannot use the central bank uh, currency, but it's also happening in Texas, too, as well. But even to have a a competitive system like this that is more secure, that is more private, that is uh, backed by gold, that's going to be... A lot won't that make it very hard for them to implement this? And and also, um, what are some of the arguments that the Fed and the other proponents are using to advance it? How are they going to sell this to the people? I mean, if they know what it's really about, how would they ever sell that? You know, pr- get I people think to they do will it. Obfuscate things and try to make people think that we're already doing digital currency with, you know, the credit cards, because not many people carry around the same kind of cash that they used to carry around. And even during COVID, remember during COVID, people weren't even taking cash, which right. was illegal to refuse cash because it's a legal tender. But I think trying to fool the people that were already in that situation, that were sort of in a cashless society, which were not, And to also fool people into saying, well, the banks are failing because of mismanagement, cryptocurrency. There's been some failures because of mismanagement. So the government has to come in and step in to give you protection. They always want to protect you so they can then take your freedom. And with that false narrative, I think that's what they will try to do. The final thing I think they will say is, well, we've got to do this in order to stay competitive globally because this is what China and these are what some of these other nations are doing, is they're moving towards a central bank digital currency. And if we don't have that, then we're not going to be able to compete on a global scale as it relates to international trade. And so what's the problem with these arguments? I mean, is it, that isn't really yeah, true, I'm, I, is I'm it? Afraid, I mean, after seeing how, yeah. how many people fell for the various uh, COVID scams, uh, I'm afraid a lot of people would fall for the arguments that you just mentioned. Well, I think, you know, like with uh, Obamacare, you know, they want to promise that everybody is going to get a certain level of care. But then you don't realize, well, wait a minute, this is going to be a government-controlled system. It's not going to be any better than any other government-controlled system. And you're going to lose your choices and your freedom. This is the ultimate loss of freedom because you won't be able to use or choose your own bank. Uh, you're able to choose your own bank based upon location and also services. 
you won't be able to do this. There will be a centralized bank. I think people will have a resistance to that. That's going to be a big hurdle they'll have to overcome. The other thing, I think, is that we'll just have to be very vigilant in letting people know, wait a minute, if you put this into the government's control, they can do a line item veto on you. They can say you can't purchase um, that uh, big, uh, you know, soft drink because we're going to stop that. <laughs> The big, the big golf. Or you can't buy. Yeah, you can't buy a gas-powered car. You can't buy a gun to protect yourself. Heaven forbid! I want to buy something related to the Second Amendment. Holy cow! They they could not only prevent me from getting a gun, but they could ding me on everything else for even maybe trying to do that. Or the you know, it's these things seem very real to me. I hope people. Or, get, I hope people well, get it. And and Catherine Austin Fitz also calls it taxation without representation. Like they could just decide to raise oh, your yeah. taxes just at the at the flick of a button. Okay. At the flick I'm, of a button, they you can know, just impose a certain amount on your account and and just have like a like you would do a recurring uh, payment every month. Well, they could do a recurring debit of your account every month because you're making too much money because you don't spend it in the way that they want you to spend it. So your credits are not good. In order for you to stop getting your account debited by the federal government, you've got to have a certain social credit. You have to spend the right way so that you don't uh, go against the policies of the current regime. So that would be a very huge coercive effect on on individuals uh, with regards to the loss of their freedom. And I think we have to get people to understand that so um, I think the other thing is that the federal, the United States has to become, it has to reassert its global leadership. And we have, unfortunately, very weak leadership right now. We have huge threats um, around the world. China, of course, is one of the biggest threats globally. And if we don't lead strongly uh, and we don't set the example, then we will lose our place globally. And Nations like China will take our place. I, I agree with you, Matt. You know, in, in the interest of time, I'd like to spend a couple minutes on what else can listeners, you've already mentioned, I think, about there's some bills in Congress. What else can we do? Mention even, those again. Even in, our own, yeah. even in our own households, and you might want to review the legislation as well, but what can our listeners do to fight against this? Well, we have a website, lc.org, lc.org. And you can go to that website, and we have a lot of different messages that we've done on central bank digital currency. If it's not on the front page, you can go to some of the uh, subsequent pages or just type in CBDC, CBDC, or central bank digital currency, and that will come up. Uh, There we have ways you can contact uh, your members of the House and Senate because there are bills pending in the U.S. House and in the U.S. Senate. You can fax them. And you can also petition them, and certainly you can call them. Fax is very good because they can't turn off their faxes. A petition they can throw in the garbage. Faxes run all the time, 24-7. You can't shut them off. And so it's constantly coming in. Really? And uh, it's a very good uh, way to – I mean, we've had people, for example, we had one uh, Democratic member of the House. All of us birth abortion. Uh, it was on a, an abortion, uh, Born Alive Infant Protection Act is what it was on. We wanted him to be a co-sponsor on it. And so we were, our people were faxing him. He, please stop faxing me. We can't get any work done. The fax just runs all the time. I said, well, that's fine. 
um, <laughs> we will do that as soon as you, you know, support the bill. Because what we actually, we are like, and we do support it. I said, well, put your name on it then. He didn't do it. So we kept faxing. He resigned from the Democratic Party. He switched over to the Republican Party in the U.S. House. And the first thing that he did the first week is he signed his name as a co-sponsor on the Born Alive Infant Protection Act. Really? So, and you make it so easy to just send the faxes. You have the choices of the the number of people that you're going to fax, and you just push your button, and it's it's just fast and easy. And so, sign up for the alerts from the Liberty Council people, and just be able to fax them. And I didn't know that that was so effective. Wow, because they can. Yeah. That's why we use it. Yeah, I mean, we we do personal in person meetings with them as well. Uh, Phone calls, certainly. Uh, but I think the most effective that we found is faxing. And then we obviously have our staff in Washington, D.C., so we'll go and talk to these people. Uh, and they know that there's a following of people that are listening and wanting these legislators to listen to their concerns. And we already know that President Biden tried to get into our bank accounts as of October right. 2021, but there was such a public outcry from citizens in Congress to put a stop to it, and so it works. If, That's right. If it people does work. resist and have an outcry, they can't do it. So That's right. And uh, if they got a CBDC, he wouldn't have to get in your bank account because it would be on their computer 24-7, 365. They could watch everything that you're doing real time. So that's the real problem with the CBDC. So you can go to lc.org, lc.org, and there you can find more about Liberty Council. You can also sign up for some of our emails and other communication devices that will keep you informed as well, not only about our legal work, but about some of these other issues that are happening around the country and in Washington, D.C. We encourage Excellent. you, listeners, to do that. They, there's so many things. We've participated, as I said earlier, in a number of their faxes. And we have, even from our uh, viewpoint, we have seen results come from many, many of these efforts. So Liberty Council is really a force for good that the bad guys uh, have to deal with, and we want them to have to deal with it more and more all the time. So support Liberty Council. Matt, um, Thanks so much for taking your time. I know you're in between appointments and everything else today, but uh, we'll probably want to track you down to talk to you again because uh, it's been very instructive. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure to be with both of you today. Excellent. And we will be sending those faxes. Yep. We will. <laughs> Kathleen and I want to just quickly mention a couple other things that, that you can do to fight CBDCs. One of them, isn't it, Kathleen, to use cash whenever you can. It it really isn't Catherine Austin Fitz saying that the use of cash has actually gone up in yeah, the last couple and of years? The more demand there is for it, the less they can get rid of it. And also you're not uh, you're supporting your local businesses because they don't have to pay the three or four percent fees to the credit card companies. They get to keep that money themselves. So that's a good reason. Even it might be a little more inconvenient sometimes, but you can get the amount of cash that you need for two weeks, say, and just use that whenever you can and just decrease the amount of digital transactions that you do. And one other point, vote with your dollars. We've mentioned this before, but whether it's your investments, if you're investing in the stock market, say, or a mutual fund, look for those companies and those mutual funds that don't tout 
ESG scores. If they're touting ESG scores or if they have high ESG scores, they in all probability do not share our values about pro-life or any of a number of things. And shop with your dollars. Go to Public Square, Pro-America 360. And Kathleen, you've been ordering seven weeks coffee, haven't you? It's fantastic. Yeah, and it supports pro-life. It's good coffee. You can also go on Public Square and find out where to get meat that doesn't have the mRNA vaccines in it, which is another threat. But thank you for being with us today to bless your neighbors, share this information with your family and friends, get your financial house in order, and use cash. Go to libertycouncil.org. And stop this central control. We want decentralized. So thanks for being with us. Till next week. Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the Biblical Citizen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.